Hey, I'm Rich Hunter-Rice and welcome to the 3%ers Business Coaching Podcast, Season 2. very warm welcome to the three percenters business coaching podcast thank you so much for joining me today so three questions as always would you like to tell me who you are where you are and what you do please uh i am kevin raymond i am in montreal canada um i guess i should say montreal quebec canada but uh and uh i'm a performance mindset coach so i work with uh, executives and um entrepreneurs as well as other coaches to help them exceed their expectations and um, bust through limiting beliefs, basically. Nice. Cool. I've seen some of your posts lately. The first question is off, off the, it's not on the list at all, but weather, what's the weather like with you right now? You got lots of snow or what's going on? No, we've been very lucky. We had, I was away a little while ago and we came back to a lot of snow and now it's all gone. And yesterday was like spring. I think today's a little bit cooler. I haven't been out yet, but um, we've been very lucky. It's it's coming. <laughs> so we're just waiting to be hit with it because Montreal has an incredible amount of snow in the in the winter. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was lucky enough to be there once for very brief about five days and the snow, I remember landing and the snow was just off the charts. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. Anything in the UK over about an inch and everything comes to grinding halt. Whereas in Canada, you guys have got feet yeah. and feet and feet of snow. It was over the plane and everything was still going on. It's just amazing. And also, yeah. I have to say, I appreciate you for joining me so early in your morning as well. So thank you for getting up and doing this so early. So I appreciate that as well. Yeah, no so, problem. How did you get started? My pleasure. How did you get started with your journey? Your journey? Uh, it's actually it's actually quite interesting because uh, I before. Um, I guess just before COVID, I was uh, operating my own business. Uh, I was a design um, uh, production kind of uh, just doing home renovations and things like that. Because I had taken some time off um, when I adopted my kids and I changed careers at that point. But um, just before COVID, I had some heart issues. And then, um, and actually just as COVID closed down, I ended up having to go for open heart surgery uh, which was uh, pretty invasive, as you know. And then uh, during my recovery time, I thought, okay, what do I really want to do? Like, what can I do? I don't want to go back to doing the same thing. And um, I had been working on getting a few certificates from Cornell University and a couple of other programs. And I completed those. And then I also um, came upon uh, an NLP uh, programming uh situation in, in Australia, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And then, so I took that and I took, um, you know, the master's program and such, and it was all about um, neuro-linguistic programming and time uh, line therapy and things like that. But also there was a big coaching component to it. And it's not something I'd actually thought about, uh, but it's definitely something I had kind of done in my past, working with governments and, um, and youth and helping them, training them, doing programs at colleges and things like that. So it seemed like a natural sort of fit. So I, I started pursuing my coaching that way, which, and so far it's been an incredible experience. Yeah. So. 
little bit different. As you, as you, that's an amazing journey. Uh, I didn't realize you'd had open heart surgery. Yeah, yeah. Actually, in when when COVID, um, when everything shut down for COVID on March eighteenth, twenty twenty, I literally was the last person to walk into the hospital to have my surgery. And I was at the time I was the only person uh, on the ward that uh, was there because they had canceled everything else, and. I had mine done, so it was like nobody was allowed to come in, but I also had the entire staff on the floor catering to my every need, so it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad, actually. So. That, that's amazing. You were so lucky to be the last one to be taken in for surgery as everything shut down, because otherwise you could be waiting for 12 months easily to get the surgery, so fair play. And how are you doing now, by the way? Are you fully recovered? I'm totally excellent. Yeah. And it, it, and honestly, like if I didn't, if I wasn't in at that point, I probably wouldn't be here today. Like it was, it was a pretty severe issue. So, uh, so I was very fortunate. That's good news. Good news. Well done. That's great. That's great news to hear. Okay. So now we know how you got started. We know about your health as well. So what's your biggest motivation? My biggest motivation, Rich, is that, uh, I want to be. Uh, I want to be able to uh, work from anywhere. I want to be able to help people become better versions of themselves, which I think you know coaching is really all about. And I want to be able to give back, and this gives me the opportunity to do that. It gives me the opportunity to um, help other people, show people, and and help people claim what they're capable of doing, what they're really all about. In terms of giving back, I want to give back to um, society in terms of uh, drug rehabilitation for teenagers who um, who are involved in drugs and stuff. It's pretty close to home for me, and um, you know I'd like to see something available for kids to be able to stop taking drugs and get back the people that they were before they started being abused by drugs and change their lives. And I also strongly want to help um, abused women because my mother was in an abusive relationship and I I would really like to be able to contribute something in that regard as well. Wow, that's very powerful. That's very, very powerful. What amazing motivations to have um, without any shadow of a doubt. So while from the coaching point of view, then what types of people are you looking at? Who are the types of people you can help the most? Uh, I, what I'm finding with my client base uh, so far um, the majority of my people are like, you know, entrepreneurs or business owners that get that are getting started. They have amazing concepts and abilities, but sometimes find the struggle to be being organized enough and time management and strategy planning and communication and how to go about putting all of those things together to make sure that their time is not spent just running around in circles, but actually um putting something solid together, a good foundation and getting them off the ground and being able to produce the income that they want to through their business. I have um, a number of um, entrepreneurs at the moment and I also have a number of executives that are struggling sometimes with uh, running a team, getting team involvement, production from their team, those types of things. Things that um, they struggle with generally are, again, communication, time management, and, you know, having that ability to ensure that your team is involved and has a purpose and they understand the end game 
uh, of what they're actually doing so that they're not feeling like they're just turning a wheel in a cog with no idea of, of what the outcome should be. Um, showing people how to make a team part of what they're all about as well. And then I also have some coaches that um, a lot of coaches, as I'm sure you know, um, want to be coaches, but not necessarily run a business. And that's a difficult part for them. So I help them with that as well. Amazing. Um, with these startups and the newish businesses, it's such an important role because it's freaking hard work. I still remember, you know, I've launched a couple of businesses in my day and I remember how lonely it is, how hard it is. You feel like you're on your own for large periods of time. So it's a very, very valuable role, what you're doing, helping and supporting, you know, holding them accountable, giving them guidance, helping them learn from, from you know, what you've seen in other people yeah. as well so they don't make the same mistakes. So, yeah, that's um, that's very, very powerful. That's, that's uh, really cool. Nice. I like that. Okay. So what does entrepreneurship mean to you? For me, entrepreneurship means um, allowing yourself to go after your dreams and not letting anyone tell you that you're not capable of doing something. Because I think in in the spirit and the heart of every entrepreneur is that desire to do what you know deep down inside you're capable of doing. And you know, there's a there's a ton of people out there that are amazing entrepreneurs that never took that step to uh to fulfill their dreams because they're afraid and you know if you if you live in fear of doing something you will never get what you want to get and you have to if you can't do it uh without fear then just do something scared because there's no there's no better way to advance yourself you you cannot be ruled by fear and being an entrepreneur is busting through that and understanding what that is all about and knowing that you're going to be doing it alone, most likely, because there's a lot of people out there that won't support you in what you're doing because they'll think you're crazy or it's not doable. And being an entrepreneur is about doing what you want to do and getting what you want. That's a great definition. I, I like it. I, I, I love the question because... I used to hate the term entrepreneur because I find it gets very overused, but I'm quite liking it again now. But what I like the question is asking so many different people the same question. I get so many, you get similar, similar themes, but you get very, very different interpretations. That's spot on. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. Okay. So a bit more about you now. So what does a perfect day look like for you? If you had the ideal, you know, you could choose your day. What would a perfect day look like in Kevin's world? My perfect work day? Is that what you mean? Um, uh, either. either a per well, tell me both. Perfect work day, perfect personal day, off day. Okay, I'll give you the combination of both and how I like my day to, to, to go in general. So when I wake up in the morning, it's usually about between 4.30 and 5 o'clock, and I like to meditate for 20 to 30 minutes. I will uh, take my dog out for an hour, then I will go to the gym, and I will start my day. I usually start my day with a few clients in the morning. Um, and that I try to do about five client calls a day that um, to keep uh, on top of everything. And then I also like to do some, you know, sales promotion type things uh, throughout the day as well. I like to spend time um, preparing for uh, my posts and writing my posts. Um, sometimes they can they can be a little bit uh, heavy, so I like to take the time to do that. I try to, to make that happen over the weekend and, and the first day of the week, but sometimes it spills over into the week depending on the schedule. Um, 
but I like to constantly be active and doing something. I like to make sure that I spend time with my partner every day and we have a, a decent dinner and sit down and con converse with each other and, and make sure that we each had a fulfilling day. At the end of the day, I like to wind down and again, meditate and then uh, try and get to bed before 1030. And that's kind of what it is. That's quite a routine. Now, I didn't know the answer, but I was guessing you're quite a structured guy. You have a good, strong routine. That's solid. I like it. Obviously works. Yeah, that, I, try to, I try to stick to it as much as possible. Of course, you can't always, but, um, but I find that if you, if you have that structure, you can certainly make things work inside of it that, um, that has to happen. You know, like, for example, today, I have to go and get my coffee grinder. <laughs> so I'll make time for that. <laughs> <laughs> priorities priorities in life i admire your priorities fair play to you exactly okay so moving on what's oh yeah coffee grinders are right up there and that's the one thing uh, we haven't had this conversation but in chiang mai thailand the coffee scene is spectacular the coffee is as good as anywhere else in the world so you know i hear sydney's good and i've not tried sydney's coffee yet but uh, i have to say chiang mai's coffee is amazing okay so What's been the single best bit of advice you've ever received? I would say that, um, you know, once a long time ago, when I was uh, quite young, a guy that I worked with said to me, don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do something. And, uh, and that stuck with me every single time. Like what, that has held true for every single every single thing I've done, like when I adopted my, my children, uh, you know, everybody don't do that. Don't do that. You can't do that. And I did it. Um, when I wanted to start a business, when I wanted to do something, anything that I ever wanted to do is always, it's always been, you know, don't ever let somebody tell you, you can't do something because you can't and everybody can do that. That's great advice. Great advice. You've mentioned your children a couple of times. So how many children have you got? I have um, with a with a partner that I had previously. Uh, we're no longer together, but uh, he had a, a daughter from a marriage, and um, we raised her from the time that she was about four years old. And then once she graduated from university, okay. I wanted to have more children, so we adopted a couple of boys, uh, two and three, at that time. They're they're like twenty and twenty one now. So, uh, but um, but yeah, that's uh, so three. Totally. Wow. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, it amazing. has been amazing. Love it. That's cool. Yeah. It was great. Oh, my, my, uh, my kids don't ever listen to my podcast. My son does from time to time. He's 21 now. And, you know, I'll, I'll drop it out there, <laughs> but it is an amazing experience having kids. It pushes you and challenges you and develops you into a different person. And it is the best. One of the best experiences you can ever have out there. But, you know, Theo, don't quote me on that for Christmas. Oh, I'll just put that out there. No, I agree with you 100% because it'll it'll definitely show you what kind of person you are and how much how much strength you actually have. Like, it's uh, it's really probably the biggest, biggest challenge anybody could face, good or bad. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Okay, so if you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you do if I won ten million dollars tomorrow? I would uh, I would invest it to ensure that it was constantly growing, and then I would um, I have a, a place like a cottage which I would love to um, 
transform into a retreat for for um, abused women to go to recapture some of their energy and kind of figure out their lives. I would love to be able to run or have something like that. So I would use some of that money to do that for sure. And also I would like to see um, something again, as I mentioned before, for youth and how to uh, overcome drug abuse and alcohol abuse and things like that to get them back on the right track so that they become the people that they were before they were affected by all of those drugs and, and the alcohol. And then I would, um, I would have um, a good time. Like I would probably travel a little bit and I would also make sure that, uh, you know, just in my local community, there's so many people struggling homeless people and and food and things like that so i would just i would like to constantly give to something like that as well just to help out to make sure that um people get through uh the struggles that they're going through like that i think i think it's very important to give back and i think like as as an individual myself and my partner like we have literally everything you need um you know we're not we're not uh, multi-millionaires but you know we live a very comfortable life and there's not, you know, much that we want for. So giving back is is incredibly important to both of us. I, I completely agree. And I love the answer. It's um, it, it pains me how in this day and age people are struggling to eat or feed or heat themselves and look after themselves as well. It just feels like a failure from especially Western society when people there's so much wealth out there and we don't look after everyone. No, it's crazy. It. It's crazy. I'm listening to the conversation today about it. It's just, and it's, yeah. it's the same. It's same all over the world. Know. You know, in wealthy countries, it's just crazy. I don't understand it. Okay, so you're obviously a sharp cookie. You know your stuff. You come across as being exceptionally wise. And I did mention it before, but you mentioned your social media, your digital marketing. I highly recommend that anyone out there reaches out to Kevin and just starts following him because his content is of absolute stellar. Uh, uh, quality it's very very strong and it delivers on it every single day so my next question is how do you continue to educate yourself well i'm constantly uh reading and um and learning and uh you know i take i take courses all the time uh i think reading is the biggest you know advantage because you can do it anywhere anytime um i'm usually reading about two or three books at a time to just uh you know keep abreast of what's going on um i think it's important so and you know i learn from other people as well all the time i try to associate with people that are um successful or have the same kind of mindset that i have um i work very hard at uh being positive and staying positive and sharing that positivity with other people i think um you know that's one of that's one of my greatest strengths is that uh you know i can i can help people come out of really difficult situations um, in a better way. Mm, that's that's very powerful. And I think it's such an important role to have in this world where we are right now, that whole positivity and, you know, reflecting that out and just to the rest of the world as well is, is, is a great message. So yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So jumping ahead now, if you could, if you could be remembered for one thing, how would you like to be remembered? Um, Honestly, I'd like to, I would like people to remember me as someone who uh, actually made them laugh and uh, help them, you know, like just help them to get where they want to go. Cool. Nice.
Like it, and then, okay, so flipping back the opposite way then. So if you, if you, hindsight's an amazing thing and wouldn't the world be amazing if we were able to go back and, you know, have these conversations. But if you could go back to 18-year-old self, Kevin, and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that advice be? I, I think, um, I think, honestly, do not ever hold back uh, your feelings and always trust your gut. Absolutely. Amazing. I, I talk about this all the time, wherever I've had, wherever things have gone wrong or I've lost money or it's when I've gone against my gut reaction. I now understand a lot more about why that's so bad to do. And I tell you what, my, my success rate has changed by listening to your gut and going with the gut. And it's uh, yeah, very powerful, very, very powerful. Okay. Is, is there yeah. a particular book? Totally. Is there a particular totally. book that you've read the most or a book that's impacted most on your life then? I think it would be, the, uh, it's called Mindset. And it, it's um, it's written by Carol okay. Dweck. Uh, she's a PhD. It's about like growth mindset, fixed mindset. Um, and it's just about, you know, how, how you develop a growth mindset and how different your life is if you choose to live in a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset uh, and, and the potential to make things so much better than, than they, they are or could have been or whatever. It's just, it's a really excellent foundation to live by because it, um, it shows you how to look again at, you know, the positive things and always find something like how to make something always look better than it is. And, and to, react in a better way than you would if you had a fixed mindset and constantly keep yourself open to growth and development which is what life is really all about because you can't you'll achieve nothing if you don't leave yourself open it's like live the present as opposed to living in the past or living in the future if you're living in the past and the future you're not allowing yourself to capture what's happening to you now and living now in the present is what is what allows you to capture everything that's going on around you because you're not consumed with what happened or what could happen. You're living what's happening right now. And those are, that's where all your opportunities lie now. Mm. Absolutely. You've sold that beautifully. I've never heard of it, but you know what? I should be checking that out as well. You really sold that well to me. That completely resonates with everything I've been talking about of late as well. So thank you for sharing that. For sure. So, yeah, no, I appreciate that. So um, you read a lot of books, I get that. Do you, do you listen to many podcasts? And if you do, is there a particular podcast you recommend or something that you listen to on a regular basis or is podcast not your thing? It's, it, no, podcast is, is my new thing. I haven't, uh, I don't listen to a ton of them as yet, but I've just started to. Um, so I've listened to uh, Rob Dial. Okay. Um, I've listened to many of yours, actually. Um, but I, that, that's about it. I've, I've, uh, and I've just been listening to some like, you know, not as popular type podcasts just because I'm thinking of doing a podcast myself. So I've been listening to a few to see what they're all about and, um, you know, what the majority of people are, are sort of doing with them and, um, in motivation and things like that. And, and I've been thinking of doing one and I want to do one with, uh, with a colleague and, basically just to talk about 
ordinary people that do incredible things with their lives or have been through incredible things and how how they've overcome it or success you know things like that that sounds amazing sounds amazing already i think I love the medium of podcasts. I mean, I talk about this all the time. I talked about doing a podcast for years. I've never did anything. Then suddenly someone who yeah. I invited on back in 2020 was a, it was a slightly different format. It was using Zoom and going live onto Facebook and YouTube. And that person came back to me and thanked me about six months later and basically getting 2,500 uh, listens per episode and was doing really, really well. 25,000 actually, not 2,500. And it was like, oh my God. I need to get this started. And it's such an easy medium. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You can spend loads of money and equipment, but you don't need to. And it's just such a great resource to get out mm-hmm. there. And it's, it's funny because this is, this is season two. Right. I think this is going to be episode, I don't know, 38 or something when this goes out. Um, I'm going to take a bit of a break over Christmas because I've been looking and studying to mm-hmm. see different podcasts. And I, want, I always want to make things better. Season one was okay. Season two, I'm much happier with. It's much better. But I want to make yeah. season three even better as well. So again, like you've said, I'm, I'm not watching and seeing and listening to people's styles and see how you can make it different and just keep it changing. But do you know what? The sooner you start, it's amazing. And again, if you want mm-hmm. any help, just reach out and I'll help you because it's such a great medium and it doesn't take much time. And I have a lot of fun with it as well. I, ha- I have a lot That's of fun. Awesome. I meet some amazing people like yourself and the conversations yeah, sure. just blow me away every single episode. So yeah, cool. Get it, get, get it going, Kevin. That's got to be on your mission for, you know, now. For sure. I'm, I'm definitely going to go with it because I was going to say like part of one of the best features of coaching people is the number of different people that you actually encounter and come across. And, and, you know, you're not obviously working with everyone, but you meet such amazing people that um, have such amazing stories, which is which is just incredible. And they're all completely unique as well, which I find amazing. And, you know, we've had a few challenges, technology yes. on here, hopefully. Yeah. By the time I'm editing it, the, the challenges have gone. But, you know, your, your time zone is just uh, 12 hours or so behind where we are. And it's we can have conversations like this, very, very real, very authentic, very open, and just chat. Yeah. And it can be listened... It'll be listened to by a few hundred people, which is just fine. It just blows my brains. It's just amazing uh, as a medium to you. Exactly. So, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up perfectly. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the early start. I appreciate all that. I apologize Thank for you. technological issues we've been having there. If anyone listening uh, is inspired to reach no out problem. and hear more and learn more about you, what's the best way of them getting in contact, Kevin? Uh, you can go to kevtalk.net which is my website um and then you can go to kevin underscore raymond underscore coaching on instagram those are probably the best uh, places to reach me excellent i appreciate that and as i said already guys i highly recommend you go out and just if you just go and check out kevin's content you'll be blown away and if you you know anything kevin says resonate with you just reach out and have that conversation because as you can see he's doing some amazing things and it could probably help a lot of people out there in the audience as well so anyway kevin listen thank you so much for your time really appreciate it very very inspirational conversation keep doing the good things you're doing thank you very much i enjoyed it and appreciate you uh, asking me to join you so have a great day what an absolute amazing guy, great conversation, um, so much charisma about him as well. So my key takeaways, as always, are it just goes to show you the amazing journey that people have, and it's not about the bullshit social media stories that you hear of these perfect lives, you know, the adversity Kevin's came back from major heart surgery, 
to where he is today, absolutely rocking it in his business. And also, I have to say, I love that quote, if you live in fear, you'll never get what you want. It's such a great message to us all. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Please go and check Kevin out. Uh, details of the show notes and show him some love. Tell him you've come from listening to him on this podcast and wishing you an amazing day. Thanks for joining me for this latest episode of the Three Percenters Business Coaching Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed it. So if you've got any feedback, you hunt any further information, or you know some amazing people we need to be talking to, please get in contact. Simply drop us an email to info at minervagrowth.co.uk. Have an amazing day. Thank you.